Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast, the Masters Class. Don't forget you can hear Busted Open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. But you can only hear the Masters Class right here on the Busted Open Podcast, available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Listen, we want you to subscribe, comment, rate us. We appreciate all the feedback from the Busted Open Nation, and you truly are the Busted Open Nation. And we welcome you to our family. The reason I say welcome, because that is the topic of today's show. When myself, Dave LaGreca, and of course, Hall of Famer Mark Henry, when were we welcomed into the world of pro wrestling? So let me welcome in WWE Hall of Famer, world champion in not one, not two, but three different sports, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. How are you, Mark? Dave, I'm awesome, man. Uh, You know, I got a little bit of a, a bug from my kids. You know, the kids, man, they just carry around stuff. I'm just glad it wasn't COVID. That's that's all. That's all I care. I, I'll take I mean, a now flu. I'll take a cold. Be, you gotta you gotta be safe. You gotta be careful. And yeah. you know, I, I mean, and I hope the family. Say, I hope everybody who's listening is safe. Believe me, I got a couple of bugs back in the day from you know some you know ex-wife number one, ex-wife number two. But I digress. We'll push that out of there. We won't mention that on podcast today. Well, at least you didn't get like have to do alimony. So I'm good. not even gonna. I'm not even gonna get into that, Mark, because there's a reason I suffer from lack of funza, and it might be ex-wife number one, ex-wife number two. But you know what? I'm in a positive space. I'm in a happy place right now. We're, we're welcoming. We're accepting. Yes. yes. And when I want, I want to, I want to use the word welcome. And like I know for myself, I've been in radio for decades. You're just getting into the world of radio, but I've been in in the world of radio since 2000. But I've recently been welcomed into the world of pro wrestling, thanks to you, thanks to Tommy, thanks to Bully Ray, and and obviously all the great guests that we've had on this show over the last 13 years. And you know what? Bully always says this. You're not in the radio business anymore, kid. You're in the wrestling business. And, Mark, I truly feel like now I'm in the wrestling business. You know what, Dave? I, I feel like um, it, I have two. I have two moments where I felt like, okay, I've been welcomed in. Um, You have in your mind where you were accepted. 
Mm-hmm, I do. Well, I'm I'm going to give you one from my perspective. Um, I guess it was going on 12 years now. Uh, I called in. I used to listen to you and Doug, and I called the show, and I said, hey, man, I, I really appreciate the way y'all talk about wrestling. I don't know if you remember the that that day that I called in. Yep, I do. And you was like, is this the real Mark Henry? <laughs> like like the wrestler Mark Henry? And that was that was a welcome because every show that I heard was expose shows, dirt sheet shows, uh people talking about stuff that they had heard that wasn't really true. And it was refreshing, man, to hear you and Doug passionately talk about how much you love wrestling. And I remember telling people, hey, man, there's a show. If, you, if you're driving in a car about like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, like you can catch this show. And uh, sometimes it's on the FM stations or the, the, the late AM station. Like you, you, can, you can catch it. That was that was acceptance. That was you know like I felt like uh, you were you were somebody you were an ally. Uh, you were a um, um, you were a conduit to the radio world, which we hadn't had ever really. So that was that was you know I I, I thanked you then and I, I thank you now you know like this show. It is um is special to me you know is is i get a point to say good things and bad things about the business that i wish would change or that i want other wrestlers to learn from what not to do how to make things better and when i say something bad it's not that i'm trying to down someone it's that i want them to change it because I was blessed to have some of the greatest wrestlers of all time mentor me and teach me. If I go to my grave with what they taught me, it's disrespecting those guys' name. So that's why I give the knowledge that I've learned on this program. Yeah, and it's second to none, Mark. I think you do a phenomenal job, and and I appreciate the compliments. Because, you know, it's – you know, for for you, your knowledge, your Hall of Fame perspective, that's what's needed. And I've always said it here on this show a thousand times. I'm not going to come on the air and I'm not going to rip apart uh, another podcast or another radio show because we're all part of the same community. We're all part of the wrestling community and we need each other. You know, our strength comes from our numbers. So I don't want to, like, rip other personalities or people apart because – we're only as strong as the weakest link. So if we go in yeah. there and we just rip each other apart, we're just cannibalizing ourselves. And you don't want to do that. And I think it's important to support everybody. And I've I've really tried to do that here on Busted Open. I'll be critical to his show, but I support every wrestling organization that's, that's out right. there, Mark. That's right. And, and I, can can you can you tell us? Do you remember when it was you felt? Welcome, Dan, and who did it? Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll tell you. It was the uh, it was the Rock and Wrestling Rager. It was Chris Jericho's first 
uh, cruise, the Jericho, Jericho cruise in 2018. And I felt really good because a lot of was happening with the show. You know, you and Bully and Tommy recently became a part of the show. We were kind of riding a high. And Jericho actually hired me to do a show on his cruise. And I actually did a live show with Sammy Callahan. And I remember doing that show. And But before that show, the first day that we got onto the cruise ship, um, and Jericho welcomed everybody in. He did a set of music with his band, Fozzie. And then after that, he was, he was having a conversation, Mark. It was himself, Jerry Lawler, Jim Ross, and Ricky Steamboat. And they were kind of like in a little circle having a conversation off to the side. And I was with my wife, who I brought onto the cruise with me. And I didn't want to interrupt the conversation at all because, I, you know, I, I, the last thing I want to do is interrupt a conversation with those powerful men in pro wrestling, those Hall of Famers. But I just wanted to say thank you to Chris for having me be a part of the cruise. So I went up there and I said, hey, don't don't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. I said, Chris, I just want this is my wife, Fiola, to introduce. I said, I just wanted to thank you so much for letting me be a part of this cruise. It's amazing. And he said, yeah, oh, he's like, awesome. He goes and he goes, you know, Jerry, you know, Jr. And and I had never met Ricky Steamboat. You know, have you met Rick? I, I haven't. And when he introduced me to Ricky Steamboat. Mark, he says, hey, Ricky, this is Dave LaGreca. He hosts the best, the most popular pro wrestling show. Um, he's like one of the boys. And wow, like he said that, Mark, and I, 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 I swear to you, I almost fainted on the spot. Like, first of all, I would never, ever say I'm one of the boys. That's that's never for me to say. But for him to introduce me to Ricky Steamboat and call me like one of the boys and, and put my show over the way that he did, like that is truly one of the most, if in my, if I were to write down, you know, I love doing lists. If I were to write down a list of like the top five moments of my career, that would definitely be one of them because it, 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 gave, it gives me goosebumps right now talking about it. Wow, man! I, I'm sitting here. I cover my mouth because I'm 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 a little bit perplexed right now because Ricky Steamboat is involved in the first time that I was welcomed into the business. What is the odds, Dave, that you and I both would have Ricky Steamboat involved? And welcoming us to the business. Yeah, he's a great man. It, you know what? It doesn't surprise me in the fact that that, that that man, and I've only had a few interactions with maybe one of the nicest human beings on the face of the earth. Yes. Him and Rey Mysterio, like I put them up there at the top of the nicest wrestlers that I ever met. And that I never heard either one of them say something bad about another wrestler. Uh, I've never, I have, I've said some bad stuff. Uh, I've never heard them instigate a situation. Um, they, they're always positive. And when something is wrong, they zip it and they go, you know what? I'm not talking about that. I'm out of here. 
They just eliminate themselves from the situation. Wow. They're bigger men. I had the fortune of being invited to go to the Brian Pillman Memorial Show. Um, sexual chocolate was over with. I had just come back from Canada working with Stu Hart, um, working at Brett's house, uh, being trained by Leo Burke. And my awareness was high. I felt good about my knowledge of wrestling. And then I went to Louisville. So I'm in Louisville and I'm working my ass off. Rip Rogers is putting us through two hour training sessions in the morning. You come back in the evening and then you work matches, one on ones. And I was, you know, I probably dropped like 85 pounds. I was ready to come back. And then I got invited to that show. And me and Hugh Morris, we, they, they just, they were like, hey, y'all, y'all want to work? And he's like, yeah, I work, yeah, let's go. And he's like, all right, man, y'all, y'all got 10 minutes, like, you know, you can do whatever you want, you know, like, y'all figure out who goes over, you know, they didn't care. He was like, whatever, guys, whatever you want to do. And we sat there for a minute, and I said, hey, man, uh, what do you want to do? He said, what do you want to do? I said, well, I mean, man, I, I've watched you work before, man. I'd love to do some of that athletic stuff you do, the cross body off the top, the, you know, this and that. And before you know it, we had probably about a 15-minute match that we crammed. We got our shit in, Dave. We got our shit in. Nice. But we told the story. And we shined. We killed it. You had you had Steve Austin and people on the card. All of, like it was a big show. And what were people talking about? Man, did you see that match that Mark Henry and Hugh Morris did? Wow! And we were sitting on the floor in the back, blown up because we poured our souls out in the ring. And coming down the hall was Ricky Steamboat. And he said, guys, good job. It's good to see that psychology still exists in our business. Thank you. And I, I, I just, my eyes just welled up and I started crying. Because it was Ricky Steamboat. I mean, we're, I'm sitting on the floor looking up at him. And I'm, I'm just crying. Because I've, nobody had ever told me, you did good, Mark. Three years into wrestling, almost four, nobody never told me I did good. And there was a lot of animosity about uh, me coming into the business, me uh, getting paid what I got paid. Uh, the list goes on. The territories were over. You're not a, you're not a real wrestler. You're, you're a manufactured wrestler. They made you in a lab. That's, you know, I heard that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And there I am sitting on the floor, and I looked over at Hugh, and he just put his hands on his head, and he was like, did you hear that? 
fucking steamboat, man. He loved it. And we just sat there, man. And, man, you've been friends ever since. Bill DeMott and I have been friends now from that moment in that match. We both got acceptance. I got the next week, hey, Mark, hell of a match. Hey, we want you to show up to Raw. (laughs) All right. Cool. My Louisville stint was over. One match. Sometimes all it takes is just one match. If it makes sense and it's right, phone rings. Hugh Morris, WCW, called him back. Hey, man, you you still available? Yeah. WWE calls. Hey, Hugh, you still available? Yeah. <laughs> the bidding war started, and Hugh ended up going to the WWE. Or F back then. Yeah. We both, off one match, we both got hired, got back, brought back to work. And and then that's when and you finally realize that, hey, I'm part of this business. I'm not an I'm a part of this anymore. business. I know enough. I Look, if Ricky Steamboat loved my match and said, that's the standard that I'm going to work with now. And I always thought, tell a story, let it make sense, and balls to the wall. And uh, the confirmation of that one day still hangs with me today. Every every young wrestler that I see, I say, please tell a story, make it make sense. Everything you do, you do nothing for nothing. And, you know, acceptance and welcoming into something does wonders for your morale. But it, more than anything, it's the confidence you feel a confidence. You feel a sense of not entitlement, but but a, a belonging. I can do this. Just knowing that I can do this. I this can do this. This is something I can do, yes. And you said the same thing. I'm saying the same thing. I wish we would have called Bill DeMott and had him on this show. I didn't even think about it until we got into this. But I would have loved to heard his perspective. Maybe we can call him down the road and ask him to comment on it, just to, just to have him comment on it. And we have Jericho on all the time. Uh, he'll come on for 10 minutes and end up staying 30, <laughs> which we love. It's true. It's true. And I, I want to ask him about your story. And – I know he wasn't blowing smoke. He meant what he said. It's just I don't it's always good to get confirmation. That. I don't know if he even remembers that. He might have just said that in passing, and to him, it, but to me, it was a big deal. And those words, I'll remember for the rest of my. It's like it's like wow. Ricky Steamboat, you know. To you know, to him, it was hey, I'm making a compliment. But for you, those words are going to stay with you. And I'll be honest with you, you know, Mark. Like I'm not. Bl- like, I don't get a lot of attaboys. I don't get a lot of pats on the back at all from the radio side of things. I mean, I love that Sirius XM has given me this platform. But you know this, Mark. I, I'm not, there's, no, there's no line of people saying, 
thank you and congratulations when it comes to the success of this show. Like I've yeah. had, I've had a lot of obstacles in my way and not a lot of people were on board. And I thought, and I'm, I was kind of fighting for that. I was like, all right, they didn't want me to do this show, but I'm going to prove that this show is a commodity. Uh, they didn't think that this show would succeed. And then I made the show successful. They never believed that this show could be number one. And with the help of you and everybody else and, and this strong family that we have and the nation, we became number one. I thought, Mark, that by doing those things and winning those battles that I was going to get a, a handshake. You know what? I didn't believe it, but you made me a believer. Thank you and congratulations. On this side of it, I never got it. And at this point, I don't think I ever will. I hope you do. I hope yeah. you do. I'm not gonna because... I'm not gonna hold my breath because it's been thirteen years and it hasn't happened <laughs> yet. But but to get that from somebody that's not even in my bubble, outside my bubble, in this world that I, I want to talk about, but I never felt that I was a part of, for for somebody outside of my family to welcome me into their family with open arms like Jericho did that it day. It felt good. It, it it meant the world to me. It really wow. did. That's beautiful, man. I I I, I want to bring in more people to our podcast. Um, yeah. The master's class, to me, has become a place of venting. Sometimes, sometimes you just got to vent and get it off your chest. But I feel like it's a sharing thing. The master's class has become an educational tool to the wrestler. Uh, it's the simple things. Have we talked about anything that was complicated yet? No, I, I think I think the 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 biggest things in life are simple. You know, they always say keep it simple, and and I think basic. And people will call it basic, and they look at it as a negative. I don't think so. If your foundation is strong, every house, as beautiful as it is, needs to have a strong foundation, or it will crumble. So it is True. the simple and basic things that really start something that could be beyond anyone's expectation. Wow. Man, this was awesome, man. I'm glad I got to share it with you. Yeah, thank you to the nation. And we're going to pump this up because I think positivity is something that we need to spread as well, especially during these difficult times. Make sure you listen to Bust It Open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time on SiriusXM Fight Nation. And please subscribe, comment, and rate the Bust It Open podcast available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. We'll talk to you later right here. I'm Busted Open. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producers are Gabby Laspisa and Josh Freeman. Sound designed by Neri Bailon. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM's senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation program director, Marissa Rivas. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.